You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you always wanted to hear the hockey stories told from the press box? For your premier source of hockey prospect news from across the AHL, NCAA, Canadian Hockey League, and international leagues, this is your all-access pass to The Press Zone, a hockey podcast packed with news, analysis, interviews, and entertainment featured on AHLReport.com. Your hosts, Amy Johnson and Rick Stevens, are experienced, credentialed hockey reporters, bringing you stories built from strong connections throughout the hockey community and from inside rinks all across North America. Welcome to The Press Zone. Well, hello, Habs fans. Welcome to this week's episode of The Press Zone Montreal, episode 222, uh, right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. We are a proud affiliate of the Hockey Podcast Network, uh, so stick tap to those fine folks over there. Uh, and of course, uh, thanks to them, we are also sponsored by DraftKings, and you'll hear from our sponsor with a perk uh, just for our listeners uh, in just a little bit. But first, uh, let's Let's make some introductions. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. I am your host, Amy Johnson, the lead correspondent at the AHL Report. And I'm joined every week here in the studio with uh, the founder, president, editor-in-chief of Rocket Sports Media, who also happens to be my very tremendous co-host, who is probably still in a turkey coma. And he's the one and only Rick Stevens. No, I'm all perked up because really? it is. We're minutes away from the opening I know. of the National Hockey League season, which means that uh, the American Hockey League will be uh, following right quick. Friday. Mm-hmm. It's here. It's happening. It's amazing. Off season's <laughs> over and we're ready for some, uh, for lots of hockey action. We are, that we are. In fact, uh, we got uh, the Rocket Sports, uh, we've, we talk plenty about our fantasy football leagues, but the Rocket Sports also, uh, Rock Sports team has, uh, thanks to our commish, Brian, uh, we have two fantasy hockey leagues as well. Got those drafts out of the way uh, since the last time we were here for the press zone. Mm-hmm. Very fun stuff. Looking forward to that. We've got some new players this uh, this season, which is going to be fun. They seem excited. They seem very excited. And I'm, hey, bring it on. We like bringing new people into the fold. It's great. Um, makes the competition. The trash talking on the Rocket Sports Slack <laughs> channel is getting uh-huh. quite good. Sam. I see you, Uh-oh. Sam. We're not going to talk about it, Sam. Uh, What we are going to talk about, though, is a great show that we have in store for you today. Uh, Lots to talk about. We're going to start off with a bit of talk about the Canadians. Uh, They've announced their opening night roster. We're going to break that down for you. Talk about who was in, who was out. Talk about a waiver claim they made at the last minute. Mm -hmm. Little surprising. Big fat contract extension happened before the start of the regular season. Going to talk about that as well. And then in our second segment, we're going to go down on the farm to the Laval Rocket, and you will not want to miss this. As we said, the uh, Laval Rocket 
season begins with their home opener on Friday night hosting Belleville. And we have on the show with us today, none other than brand new Laval Rocket head coach Jean-Francois Ull. He is here with us today as our special guest. Rick and I are going to have an exclusive interview with him. We're going to talk about goaltending. We're going to talk about the preseason games. We're going to talk about Coach Ull's uh, philosophy when it comes to developing prospects and how he thinks it's most effective to do that uh, and what his outlook for the season ahead, what he wants the team identity to be. Lots of good information. You do not want to miss that interview. Uh, And then finally, in our third segment we're going to go uh around the ahl and beyond we're just going to talk a bit about the all-star game yes it's it's knock on wood it's coming uh as well as some great features at ahl report that you might have missed but really you need to check out before uh the season gets underway so we've got a great show for our listeners today we do so let's start with the Habs. Let's start up top with the big club. Um, Rick, it's always, it always comes down to who's making it and who's not. Uh, and we do know, we, we knew that there were some players cut from the roster. We know Jesse Alonen got sent down uh, over the weekend. So we knew that was happening. Um, and then we kind of got an indication on Sunday when when anyone who would need to clear waivers in order to come off of the Canadians training camp roster would have needed to be put on waivers on Sunday. And we saw that Alex Belzeal was not on that list. And so that may have I think that was the one kind of surprising uh, revelation was that he was not being put on waivers to cut from training camp. Uh, and so he and Ryan Paling will remain on the opening night roster got to get to 23 it's a 23 man roster the canadians kind of an unusual uh, way to get there formation 15 forwards 15 yes i said 15 plus six defensemen don't you need more than that plus two uh, goalies um so it's and 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 listen uh, we know that joel edmondson is is uh, figuring to be a, a key part of, of the Canadians' uh, roster. Uh, injured right now, so uh, that leaves the Canadians with just six defensemen, Sherratt, Kulak, Petrie, Romanov, Savard, and Chris Weidman. Um, and uh, there was some thought that uh, pr- perhaps um, that uh, Caden Gooley, who's looked so good in, in camp, um, might get a, a nine game audition or at least um, a several game audition until uh, Joel Edmondson was ready to come back. Not the case. Uh, return to Prince Albert uh, for his um, junior season. Likely to be ha- captain, likely to, uh, well, for sure is going to the World Juniors with Team Canada and likely to be their captain. Uh, so that's that's best for him. That's mm-hmm. probably where he was destined to go. But we thought we might see him in a Canadian's uh, jersey for the first couple games of the season. Thought so, but apparently nope. not to be in the cards. Uh, Caden Primo was also sent back down uh, to Laval. He is not on the opening night roster, which is as to be expected. And really, again, it's the best thing for him as well. That leaves Jake Allen and Samuel Montembeau as the Habs goaltending tandem to start the season while Carey Price is in the player assistance program. Um And really, this is, as we said, it's the best thing for Primo. Primo has not yet played a full season in the AHL. Uh, He struggled 
during his NHL call-up last year, he has struggled and not looked comfortable, nor has he looked confident in his preseason games uh, at the NHL level. And so it really behooves him and the organization to go down to Laval, get the experience you need, see a lot of ice time, see a lot of pucks, uh, and and get get the development and the pro- and the confidence that he needs. Um, we saw in practice, though, uh, it looks like... Um, Paquette and Perot, for now, in practices, are are on that fourth line. And that's been leaving Ryan Paling and Alex Belzeal as the extra forwards. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. What, well, minus I, I know how I feel. <laughs> I know how... Cedric Paquette? Yeah. Really? I know. Really? He, 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 he uh, has been injured most of training camp, a groin injury. Uh, he got into one game, and, and let's be charitable, he looked awful. Uh, 20% on his face-offs. Uh, he, w- he, he went through the motions out there. He wasn't physical. That's his game. Uh, he, 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 he had a terrible game. And that's the only uh, resume he had in the preseason. Um, but apparently, um, what, what did he do that was enough to displace uh, some of the others? We don't know. And, and, we, sure. and we, we don't know. Maybe this is just to give him an opportunity to Maybe. get accli- acclimatized. And he won't be there. Um, for Tomorrow opening night. night. <laughs> However, remember when the sky fell in 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 Montreal? Remember mm. last season when when the sky came down, crashed. Never had happened before. And and do you remember all that? Yeah. That was because for the first time ever, um, the because of injuries and 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 so on, Canadians didn't have a Quebecer in the lineup when when in a regular season game. Uh-huh. Unlikely to happen this, uh, Mark Bergevin, well, more more appropriately, Mark Molson, or, or uh, not Mark Molson, <laughs> Mark Molson, my yeah. goodness. Jeff Molson wasn't going to let that happen this year. So there are, on the opening night roster, there are six, there are six Quebecers. Um, you mentioned uh, Perot and Paquette, also David Savard, Jonathan Duran, Samuel Montembeau, and... Alex Belzeal. So mm-hmm. uh, that the 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 fears of of the Montreal media should be calmed. That uh, that won't be the case. Uh, what happened last year won't be the case this year. That's right. And that's so important when you're putting I, together I, a lot. It's going to win a Stanley Cup for that reason alone. I'm sure. Uh, sorry, the sarcasm seems to be dripping right through the microphone. Um, so we will see who uh, who makes the opening night cut. Uh, it will be interesting to see which forwards and uh, so forth find themselves watching from above and which ones are dressed and on the ice. Uh, but it is exciting. It's very exciting. Be sure you're logged in to allhabs.net for your comprehensive game preview and game recaps uh, as well. Be sure you're following at hall all excuse me at allhabs on Twitter and on Facebook, uh, particularly on Twitter for your in-game live game updates uh, and join the conversation over at the Facebook page. Uh, it's it's exciting. It's exciting that the Habs season is literally just hours away. Um. The other thing that kind of, I think, threw some people for a loop, although although we had some indications that it was to be expected because of the ridiculousness of juggling the cap right now with preseason, regular season, IR, LTIR, all that nonsense. Um, 
the Habs went and claimed Adam Brooks off of the waiver wire uh, from the Maple Leafs. Um, Adam Brooks is uh, fourth round draft selection in 2016 by the Maple Leafs. Um, he, well, let's see here, has spent most of the time, he his natural position is center, uh, and he has spent most of the time playing for the Toronto Marlies in the AHL. He's got, he's got, you know, a handful of NHL games, but he's, he's been, he's been a solid player for the Marlies for the past number of years, but seems as if he's going to, uh, all as well be starting with the Canadians. He had a tremendous junior career um, in the WHL, 120 points uh, for the Regina Pats. Mm -hmm. One year, he followed that up with 130 points. <laughs> Hasn't been able to replicate uh, that, uh, you know, as he's gone along, um, but was a, a valued prospect by uh, Toronto. Um, they probably would have liked to have kept him in the fold, uh, but given uh, their uh, makeup and, and the number of uh, prospects they had. Uh, they had to put him on waivers and the Canadians grabbed him for two purposes, I guess. One is is the cap situation and we won't go deep into that. We won't go into it at all other than to say to offset um, carry prices um, uh, can, uh, relief uh, towards the cap right? Uh, that they had to have exactly the perfect number to maximize uh, their ability to use that, that, uh, that long-term uh, injured reserve money later on. It also has to do with performance bonuses and the money that's available for that pool as well. So they had to have the right circumstances, the right dollar amount uh, to maximize the money that they're going to have to use in the cap also. Um, you know, he's, he's an established, uh, AHL, um, a forward mm -hmm. and, uh, maybe, uh, can, uh, help the Canadians, uh, in that regard, uh, as well as, uh, filling in and being a call up and, and starting the season, uh, with, uh, with the big organization. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they, how they use him, uh, throughout the year, Interesting pickup, and uh, we'll see how that works out. Speaking of centers, there's some other big news in the center depth for the Montreal Canadiens today. Um, a big vote of confidence for this young man from the organization, and uh, a big vote of security to not ever have to deal with an offer sheet mess again next summer, like they did with Yasperi Kotkaniemi this past year. Nick Suzuki locked up for an eight-year contract extension valued at $7.875 million, which is just slightly ahead of Svechnikov, what he what he signed for with the Canes back in August. Uh, Ricketts, there's, I mean, there's some signing bonuses in there. Uh, it's a great big paycheck for this young man uh and uh as he really starts to come into kind of his the what's going to be the golden years of, of his career with the montreal canadians as uh dom lecician said maybe a little rich uh at this point but uh it's it's something you knew was going to happen particularly with uh, what happened with Jesperi Kotkaniemi canadians wanted to get him locked up and being an rfa you, you don't want to uh, risk that anytime soon, get it done before the season uh, starts. And uh, Nick Suzuki, uh, very worthy and, and mm -hmm. uh, was very happy. And, and he, um, 
as our friend from Sportsology reported, uh, also had another deal uh, cooked up. That's right. Russ Cohen uh, reporting today that uh, Upper Deck announced an exclusive agreement uh, agreed to with Nick Suzuki for exclusive autograph uh, trading card and memorabilia package. So that's going to be a lucrative deal for Nick Suzuki. And that, that's a big get for Upper Deck for sure. Um, check out allhabs.net. We've got uh, the full information about Suzuki's contract extension uh, posted there, as well as uh, some, some additional information about uh, the young centerman. And uh, we wish him the best. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. In fact, <laughs> someone asked him at his press availability today what, what he thought about the fact that, I mean, overall, this is an eight-year deal worth $63 million. And he said that he joked uh, to his brother that it was kind of like when he would play NHL 20 and he could just pay himself however much he wanted. <laughs> all right, then. <laughs> so, you know, uh, so all kidding aside and all of the, there were plenty of jokes today that they think that he's probably buying team dinner in Toronto tomorrow. But <laughs> um, all congratulations to Nick Suzuki. It's great to see him uh with the Canadians for a very long time. And uh, Mom Amanda uh, tweeted, Dad and I are so proud of you, Nick. And hashtag dreams come true. Hashtag hard work pays off. Hashtag love the job you do. Oh, we mm. love the Suzuki parents. They're very, they're, it's always fun to watch the moms and dads who are active on social media because they, it's just, it's a nice glimpse into what it means for the rest of the family too. And that's, that's a great message from Amanda Suzuki. We are going to take a quick break on the other side. Uh, we have an exclusive interview with Jean-Francois Ull, the Laval Rocket head coach. He joins us right here coming up right after this. So don't go anywhere. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed, Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down a dollar on any NFL game, and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And welcome back to the Press Zone Montreal right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. Once again, I'm your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the AHL Report 
also at The Press Zone. If you're looking for Rick or myself on Twitter, you can find me at Flyers Rule. You can be sure to f- uh, follow Rick at All Habs. And we'll have great uh, information for you always uh, as we keep you up to date on the Laval Rocket and everything going on with Montreal Canadiens prospects. Um, speaking of the Laval Rocket, they did get their preseason started and finished over the weekend, actually. They traveled to Belleville uh, and they played a game against Belleville at the CAA Arena. And then they turned around the next afternoon and played a game still at the CAA Arena, but against visiting Toronto, uh, who was also in town to then take on the Senators. So it's kind of like a, a little mini tournament all held in Beneville, Belleville this weekend. Now, the Laval Rocket did drop both of these games. They lost to Belleville 5-3 to on Friday night, uh, Toronto beating them 2-1 to on Saturday afternoon. Uh, key takeaways, who who was scoring goals? Corey Schooneman actually uh, scored a power play goal on a 5-on-3 in that first game. Uh, Jake Lucchini, Michael Pizzetta, of course, Pizzetta was kind of a fan favorite during NHL training camp uh, and certainly making his presence known for Laval when he got sent down. Lucas Vedemo as well uh, with, with a goal there on Friday night. Uh, Vedemo plus two on the night, which was pretty impressive, as was Jake Lucchini. Uh, that second game, uh, which was a much tighter game, the, ter- the game against the Toronto Marlies, uh, only one goal for Laval, and that was by Kevin Waugh, who scored uh, as- with the assistance of Gabriel Bork and Lucas Vedemo in the first period. But then Toronto scored two more in that period, and that was all the scoring for the game. Um, both teams going 0 for 3 on the power play. So pretty, uh, pretty calm in, in terms of, of those types of things, but uh, just tight game, just not quite there for the wins. And again, remember preseason, it's all about the evaluation of the guys who were there for training camp, particularly in that first preseason game. Lots of guys who have since been cut from camp and sent down to the ECHL to Trois-Rivières. Uh, so more, it was more just to see what do they have, what do they have in the pipeline, who's working where, what kind of chemistry can they come up with. Um, so uh, exciting games to, uh, to listen to, I should say. They weren't streamed online anywhere, but you could listen to them. And uh, Now the preseason's done and we'll be moving forward. With the regular season just literally around the corner, getting kicked off on Friday night at Place Bell for the home opener against Belleville, uh, Rick Stevens and myself, we are very proud to have and and pleased to welcome to the show today for the first time, new Laval Rocket head coach, Jean-Francois Ulf. Uh, Jean-Francois, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I guess uh, our first question for you really... um, is is just looking back at the the two preseason games that you played in Belleville, once against the Senators and once against uh, the Toronto Marlies. Dis, despite not getting in the win column on either one of those, um, the, either one of those games, it is preseason. It's evaluation time. So, what were the what were the positive aspects that you saw from your players in in those two games that you were pleased to take away from it? Yeah, the, the first game on Friday was a, a lot of evaluations for us. We we still have, we have a lot of players here. Uh, they're on the bubble of making the team, so we want to make sure we evaluate everybody for uh, for their strength. And some guys were also competing for ice time for for power play and and uh, and penalty killing. Um, Saturday's game I really liked. I liked our intensity. Uh, I like our puck possession. So uh, uh, I thought uh, I thought we played really well. 
and uh, we didn't come up with the win, but uh, I thought that we had a lot of good chances, and uh, I liked uh, I liked our intensity during that game. With such a, a focus for us on uh, the prospects in the organization, uh, I know that you certainly have plenty of of prospects on the scheduled to be on the roster for this season. There's two in particular I'd like to get your uh, your perspective on after having worked with them, whether it was in uh, rookie camp or or even watching them as they went through uh, Canadians training camp and, and now in Laval training camp. And that would be Cam Hillis and Gianni Fairbrother. What what are your your first reactions and thoughts about these two young players and and their potential going forward this year? Yeah, uh, Gianni was uh, uh, I thought he had a really strong uh, rookie camp. He uh... He's a player that plays an aggressive style. He's physical, um, you know, move the puck pre- pretty quick. And you could tell he had some uh, AHL experience and he had a really good camp in Montreal as well. So they're, they're really happy with his development. Uh, Hillis was, uh, uh, played a good role for us at the rookie camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, player that uh, he, he's um, had a, up and down season last year a little bit in La, in, uh, in Laval and you saw some games some other games he didn't so for him is uh, he keep, keeps on learning the game and uh, tries to improve uh, improve every day and uh, that's what we work on uh, now as as the Canadians did fill out their their roster and make their final cuts and so forth uh, it was of course announced that Caden Primo would be would be coming back down to Laval. Uh, and uh, with Kevin Poulin going down to 12 Riviere, uh, that leaves Caden Primo and Michael McNiven uh, currently as your tandem in Laval. Caden um, Primo has has yet to have a, a full season in the AHL, He's, whether it's been stops and starts and call-ups and so forth. Um, and so what do you feel is going to be the, the I guess, the, the expectation, at least to start the season? Do you see the two of them as a true tandem sharing sharing duties in the crease or will McNiven play a predominantly backup role uh, allowing Caden to have a, a bulk of the ice time yeah we're not sure yet I think we're going to try to split him a little bit at the beginning and uh, and then we'll see it we'll see after that but you know we're very lucky to have uh, two good goalies that that uh, that can play a uh, you know that, that could play uh, every night so we're, we're very fortunate of that uh, you know we realize that the development is very very important and Primo does need uh, some seasoning and he needs to, to to see some games and see a lot of pucks so mm-hmm. you know that's something that we're kind of but uh, you know you also have to mix in uh, some wins here with uh, with the development so he, he, it's uh, it's something that we, we talk to our goalie coaches and uh, we'll try to find the right formula for those two so you're talking about uh, decision making, and and I wondered how you know those kinds of decisions are making made because uh, there's organizational priorities for uh, the prospects, and so you have uh, the Canadians hockey operations folks weighing in on that, but yet a, a, a coach knows his players best, and so how is how is the the decision making happening with respect to lineups and 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 the kind of decisions about goalies and that sort of thing you were just talking about yeah i think the key in all that is to, to have a good com, uh, a good communications with the you know with, with the, the gm and the assistant gm i think it's very important to try to get on the same page and it is a, a league to develop players uh, you know you, like i said earlier you want to win in a and you want to develop players in a winning environment but the 
you know, sometimes uh, the development takes uh, precedent. You, you have to make sure the players get their touches. You got to put players in different situations uh, to uh, to get better and to learn. So, um, you know, would be a, a, a big game back-to-back for a goalie or it could be a, a face-off for a young player. You know, instead of putting your veteran, you put your young guy out there and, and give him some confidence and, and, and he tries to learn, you know, how to win those big face-offs. So there's a lot of different uh, scenarios that uh, you could uh, you could develop players. It's a, it's a really good point. And I'm glad you, you, you touched on that because there is kind of a, a push pull with respect to uh, the, the, the thought of developing in a winning lineup. Um, if we had to look at the two previous uh, head coaches, uh, you'd have to say that Joel Bouchard, uh, he, he was passionate about winning and believed in, in, uh, in developing in a winning environment environment and Sylvain Lefebvre and, and the professor Don Dufresne, they were more, uh, teachers and and so there are those situations where you have a, um, a an important face-off and rather than than sending out a Kevin Lynch who you know who's going to have a uh, you know a better ch- a chance at winning the draw you send out a Ryan Paling because he knew, knows and I'm speaking about past players uh, is is that a tough thing for a coach to do you have to always remind yourself that gee, I got to focus on, on, on the development here and putting these guys, as you said, in, in tough situations so they can learn. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's the fine line as a coach in the AHL. And the same thing with the, you know, the last minute you have to lead by a goal, you know, sometimes it's, it's, um, it's easy to send your, your, uh, your veteran players to close out the games, but, but the young players do need to, to be in that situation. They need to feel that you have, they have confidence that you have confidence in them. And, uh, you know, and those are the situations that I, I, I think it's so important uh, once in a while, you know, you got to throw them in there and see what they can do. And if they do well, that's where the good tap on the back comes in and, and uh, you know, it gets the rest of the team excited because they, they know that it's not a typical, person doing that play so i think it's important and i think it goes a long way you were uh, able to put together a pretty strong coaching staff uh, you have marco marciano who's been with the organization for a long time a great goaltending coach kelly buckberger who brings his uh, particular type of flavor to to coaching uh, but i wanted to talk about yourself and um and martin la perriere that that you you both have this special connection with the organization and, and do you feel a special kind of um, uh, maybe a unique kind of burden to carry on the legacy of, of two iconic players who uh, your dads came before you? Yeah, you know, we're, we're very proud. Uh, both of us are very proud to be part of this organization. It means a lot to, uh, to our family and, uh, you know, to us, it's, uh, you know, the, the, the passion and the, um, the respect we have for, for the jersey is uh, immense. We, you know, for, for us, it's a lot of pride to work for this organization. And, uh, but there's no added pressure. We've been, co- we, we've been both coaching for over 18 years. And, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we learned to cope with, uh, with that stuff with our, with our fathers. And uh, it's great. And Marco Marciano is a great goalie coach. Has a lot of experience. Uh, Kelly Buckberger's got a lot of experience in the NHL. He was a, a player that won a lot of Stanley Cups. Was a captain on uh, almost every team he played. So uh, we have some great leadership uh, uh, to shoulder me. 
Well, it, with the uh, with the regular season getting ready to kick off on Friday night, I imagine that the uh, the atmosphere uh, and the and the the intensity at, at Laval Camp this week is starting to get excited in that uh, in that lead up for the home opener. Yes, it's very exciting. The players are very excited. Uh, we have uh, quite a big group of French Canadians too that will probably be playing from their uh, families and. Uh, we uh, it's the first game here in Laval in over almost a year and a half. And then I think the fans are uh, chomping at the bit here to see some hockey <laughs> and our players have a, uh, you know, a, a good crowd here on Friday. So with now I realize, you know, the, the roster that you will will ice on Friday night isn't one that you've actually most likely had a chance to even put together uh, for a game in, in the preseason yet uh, and just getting some practices in with that group. So uh, even though it's preseason, what are you feeling from your from your outlook behind the bench? Um, what would you like to see the identity of this group be going into the season? And and what do you think the outlook is for this group for the season ahead? Yeah, what what, uh, what we're looking ahead, you know, we want to be a team that plays with speed and tenacity and the consistency. Those are three things that the you know, we relay our message to players. Those are things that are important. We think consistency to win games in the AHL is uh, uh, very, very important. Uh, tenacious is something that I'm, I, I feel that uh, if you're tenacious on the puck, you're hard to play against. And the game is played fast now. So, uh, And fast could mean not just fast skating. It could be passing the puck fast. It could mean uh, changing fast. It could be uh, um, you know, cycling the different way. But uh, I, I think the speed of the game needs to, to be at a high level. Well, uh, on behalf of Rick, myself, the entire team here at Rocket Sports and the AHL Report, we are uh, very excited to see your group take the ice on Friday night. And we thank you immensely for taking some time out of your very busy training camp schedule to uh, to catch up with us for the first time here uh, on the podcast. Thank you. You guys can call me anytime. Well, Rick, it's uh, it's hard to believe that uh Fans will be back in the building in Place Bell on Friday night uh, for the season opener. Happens to be their home opener against the same Belleville Senators that they faced off with again uh, last weekend. But man, was it great to get to talk to Jean-Francois Ull. You know, it's uh, we're happy to welcome him to the show for the first time. It's going to be the first of, of uh, what we believe will be some frequent appearances uh, throughout the season. And he had some really great things to say. Nice to get some insight from him to understand uh, where where his thoughts are at with respect to the team, with expe- with respect to the kind of uh, style of, of, of play that they'll have. Uh, had some nice things to say about a, a really strong coaching staff that he's uh, mm-hmm. put together. Um, yeah, great insight there. Absolutely. And I, you know, I have my fingers crossed that, that uh, you know, we liked some things that he said when he was first hired over the summer. Really liking some of the, 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 the way things are sounding from even just this interview that we just finished with him. Um, and I have my fingers crossed that Jean-Francois Ull could be very good for prospect development in the in the Canadians organization. Uh, I really like how he answered some of your questions about um, sometimes needing to sacrifice a sure thing by putting prospects in uh, to to learn lessons and and perform under high pressure situations and so forth. Those are the things that you want to hear a coach in the AHL say. Uh, I'm very excited to see how this team is going to do this year. I think uh, I think they're going to be well coached and I, I look forward to it. Uh, one thing we should mention, we talked at the top of this segment that uh, Jake Lucchini was in on the action and on those preseason games. Um, but 
it was actually not very long after we got off the phone with uh, Coach Uhl that the Laval Rocket announced a trade. Uh, Jake Lucchini getting sent to, I believe, Belleville, I think you To Belleville. Me. To Belleville. For future considerations. Oh. Mm-hmm. The, the, the mysterious... The mysterious... Future <laughs> considerations. Yeah. Well, it's a situation where the Canadians... Um, in Lavelle have uh, a lot of forwards. Uh, they added uh, one more to the forward who potentially could be ending up uh, in Lavelle mm-hmm. uh, that we mentioned uh, last segment. Um, so uh, Jake Lucchini is, is given a, an opportunity to um, uh, mentor some of the prospects um, with uh, the Belleville Senators. And, and that's a good thing. Listen, he... Um, it was Anthony Marcotte that mentioned that he was uh, probably the Rockets' best forward in yep. the two preseason games. Uh, but we think back to the last uh, the last two seasons how uh, how good he's been with uh, the Canadians' prospects. He's a he's an AHL veteran. He's accomplished in his own right, but um, just very good mentoring. Uh, and many of the the young prospects spoke about uh, how how. Uh, it was Jake Lucchini that helped them uh, last season. Yes, that is true. So you know uh, they'll miss they'll miss his offense on the ice. They'll miss his uh, leadership off the ice. I'm hoping this means that this trade is is okay for them to make because they've got a lot more of that kind of stock in the drawers uh, ready to go. Uh, fingers crossed that that's the case. But we wish Jake Lucchini good luck. Uh, Laval will see him quite often. If he's playing for Belleville, so uh, <laughs> he's this is not the last that we will hear mm-hmm. from Jake Lucchini for sure. All right, we are going to take one last quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk about the AHL and beyond. We've got some all-star game news to talk about and some features you might have missed that we want you to catch up on before the regular season starts. So don't go anywhere. We will be back right after this. For all the latest news, interviews, analysis, and commentary about the Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms, and every other team in the American Hockey League, as well as information on prospects, junior hockey, and international hockey, head over to AHL.Report, the home of the AHL Report. Follow along on Twitter at the AHL Report for live game updates, ringside photography, game recaps, and articles containing exclusive audio and video of your favorite players. That's the AHL Report, proud partner of Rocket Sports Media, AHL.Report. In every city around the world, sports fans flock to popular watering holes to share a few pints, some good grub, and to cheer for their team. Think your favorite sports bar deserves to be recognized? Or are you traveling to a new place and need to find the perfect spot to watch a game? HockeyPub.com is the answer. Find out where the best spots are in your city to eat, drink, and meet fellow fans. HockeyPub.com. The Press Zone is proud to be a partner of Rocket Sports Media, digital media publishers of sports and entertainment websites. In addition to building a worldwide network of sports fans, the team at RSM is also dedicated to mobilizing the sports community in ways that make a difference in the lives of others. Giving back to the community bridges the gap between team affiliations. It's something any fan can support. RSM proudly provided support for organizations and projects like Hockey Fights Cancer, Five Hole for Food, 
the Montreal Canadiens Children's Foundations, Autism Speaks, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society of Canada, and the People of Canada Portrait Project, just to name a few. If you would like to be involved with a Rocket Power project or have a worthy fundraising initiative you'd like us to be part of, please contact us at rocketsportsmedia.com. And welcome back to the Press Zone right here on the AHL Report and Rocket Sports Media. We're so glad that you're here with us today. Uh, one more time, I am your host, Amy Johnson, joined by my co-host, Rick Stevens. And don't forget, make sure you're following us on Twitter at the AHL Report and this podcast you can follow at the Press Zone. Uh, and uh, we also want to make sure I should just mention out there. Let me throw this out there. Uh, whether you're a Habs fan or a Flyers fan, make sure that you're following our YouTube channels. Uh, for you all Habs, uh, for you for you Habs fans, that's just YouTube.com/slash/allhabs. For you Flyers fans, head over to YouTube.com/slash/theflyersreport. Uh, and why do you want to do that? Well, we're going to uh, be having some very special one-on-one -on -one guest interviews throughout the season, uh, whether it's head coaches for the Phantoms or the Rocket, uh, players from both of those organizations and from around the AHL. And those videos are going to appear on our YouTube channels. Uh, and so you want to make sure that you are subscribed to those channels and make sure you hit the notification bell so that you always get are notified when we post a new video with perhaps your favorite player. You never know. Uh, so in this segment, we want to make sure that you're all caught up on AHL news. And really the big news, I think, uh, is uh, AHL fans rejoice. All-Star Game tickets are officially on sale. Uh, that's big news for Laval Rocket fans, of course, because uh, due to... The two-year postponement of this event uh, because of the pandemic, uh, Laval is finally getting around to hosting like they were supposed to do a couple of years ago um, or, or last year. So tickets are on sale. You can go to the Laval Rocket website. There are a, a AHL All-Star Weekend tickets for sale. Rick, it's, I see this as uh, now that the tickets are on sale, the league is promoting it, the league is hopeful uh, that things will go according to plan in terms of the pandemic and this hockey season and that this event will it will be able to be held uh, come, the, I believe it's the beginning of February this year. As as we're hopeful as well that yeah. things will go uh, more or less according to plan. Uh, we've seen some hiccups already with the, the NHL uh, lineups and, and uh uh, players like Nathan McKinnon uh, being uh, uh, reported that they have come down with COVID. Um, but uh, the the news about the All-Star game kind of gives us all hope that we have something to look forward to and that uh, and that those kinds of special events can go off without a hitch. Absolutely. It's, uh, you know, I'm sure there's going to be some logistical things between now and then. There is a there is a border uh, that that needs to be dealt with in terms and and all sorts of requirements for crossing the border and so forth. So there's still a lot of questions to be answered before we get there. But the fact that tickets are on sale is a very encouraging sign. Uh, and if you have not visited Place Bell in Laval uh, for a game, 
this would be a great opportunity to do so. It's a beautiful building. It's a beautiful facility. It's like you're in a mini Bell Center. Uh, and it's it's just a great place to see a game. So very exciting. Very mm-hmm. exciting news. Um, with the regular season getting underway uh, this weekend, a couple of our new contributors uh, who also happen to follow some of uh, the other teams that we don't necessarily cover full time at the AHL report uh, wanted to give their thoughts on some season preview action for a couple of other uh, AHL teams. And so Thank you to Maria Boabdo and uh, Michael Spinella. If you go to AHLReport.com, you will see each of them have a season preview article for the Belleville Senators and for the Toronto Marlies. So if you're interested in, in checking out how some of those Canadian teams are shaping up for this season, they've got some great rundowns of who the who the key players that each team lost were, who the key additions were, and, and what really is the outlook for each of those teams. Great pieces by both of our, our new writers. Uh, speaking of new writers and great pieces, Rick, uh, Patrick Williams is unfortunately not on the show with us this week. He'll be back next week. But that means that since he's not here this week, it means that we get another edition of his under review column at ahlreport.com. That's right. Every Wednesday, uh, sorry, every other Wednesday on the weeks that Patrick is not joining us here at the uh, the Press Zone, you can find a feature article from him at ahlreport.com. It's called Under Review, uh, and his next edition will be out tomorrow. And it's basically Patrick's place to talk about all of the things as he keeps his ear to the ground around the league. I mean, we all know he's like the, Rick calls him the guru. Uh, He knows everything that's going on in the league, and it's his place to kind of... uh, give you just the inside look behind the scenes of the things that he's hearing and the interesting stories that are happening around the league. So watch out for that tomorrow. No, something that I know that's going on in the league. What's that? That teams are playing a different number of games. Yes, that's true. And if you haven't been with us and and followed (laughs) that evolution, you might be confused this year. So uh, you've heard me say before, if you've been a regular listener, to follow the points percentage uh, this year in the standings, it's even more important to do that Mm -hmm. because uh, some teams, well, teams in the Pacific are playing 68 games. But, uh, and, and all in that division are playing 68 games, but, um, in the other three divisions, there are teams that are playing 72 games and there are teams that are playing 76 games and within the same division, there are differences. That's true. Uh, so the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, 76 games. Uh, and in the North Division, the Laval Rocket are playing 72 games. There's going to be a convergence. This is all going to work itself out uh, next year. Next year. This is the last year that we have to go points percentage. Yeah, but there's going to be this, uh, <laughs> this disparity <laughs> in the number of games played. So when you go to the uh, AHL stand on the AHL.com, their standings page, they've added an extra category. There's games played, which has always been there, but games remaining uh, is a, a new category this year, in addition to the points percentage that you have to pay attention to. And um, that's something to keep an eye on this year. Just a new wrinkle in you following uh, the the great league of the AHL. That's right. And so to, to just, just to kind of put a punctuation mark on the end of that, when you look at the standings for the AHL, don't sort the standings by points because just points 
isn't necessarily how the teams line up. So then you can click on the points percentage column and it will sort the standings by points percentage. And that's how you want to look at the standings to truly know where your team is at. Um, so regular season starts this weekend. And that means of course, at AHLReport.com, we will have you covered our own, uh, for Laval rocket fans, uh, our own Chris G will be in the building in Place Bell, uh, for the return of hockey to Place Bell on Friday night for the season opener, which is also Laval's home opener. They'll be hosting Belleville. Uh, so he'll have the coverage for you on Friday night, as well as a full game recap and post game audio. Uh, I'll be on uh, the Laval travels to Belleville then on Saturday night. I will have that coverage for you as well. In addition, uh, Lehigh Valley Phantoms open their season on Saturday night at PPL Center in Allentown. I will also have uh, some coverage of that for you as well. So as always, we've got you covered. If you're a Laval Rocket, Lehigh Valley Phantoms fan, you will have full coverage this weekend. And it's exciting. It is very, very exciting. Also, I should remind everyone... Um, AHL TV is a free preview this weekend. So if you've always wondered if you should sign up for AHL TV to be able to stream your favorite team, uh, free preview of AHL TV all weekend this weekend. You can catch any game for free on AHL TV. Uh, that's uh, watch AHL hockey, watch the AHL.com, I think. Just go to the AHL's website and you'll click the link uh, and uh, take advantage of the free preview. And then maybe you'll want to sign up. With that, Rick. Yeah. I think it's time for us. We have to go watch hockey. We have to go watch hockey. Regular season hockey. It's here. It's pretty exciting. (laughs) Just in the nick of time. Just in the nick of time. We thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, We've got some great uh, episodes coming up for you next week. Uh, We've got some more special guests coming, uh, and uh, you won't want to miss it. So be sure you are subscribed. Go to thepresszone.fm or just look down at the player that you're currently listening to this podcast in. Hit that subscribe button. You don't ever want to miss an episode. Uh, Rick and I and all of us here at Rocket Sports Media, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being loyal listeners. We've got a great season ahead for you that you don't want to miss. And we will see you back here to talk about the first weekend of regular season hockey in the NHL and the AHL next Tuesday, right here on the Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Click subscribe to never miss an episode of the Press Zone on Rocket Sports Radio. Visit AHLReport.com for the latest news on hockey prospects.